When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. John! What? Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Hot route! I don't. W- what is hot route? Will you just go stand on the other side, please? Down! Ready! Down! Set! Hut! 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 Hit me! Booyah! That's what we call a sack lunch! Nom, 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 nom! It's time for the Soonerscoop.com postgame show presented by Eskridge Lexus in Oklahoma City. Eskridge Lexus is the official travel partner of Soonerscoop.com podcasts. Now, here's your road crew, Carrie, Eddie, and Bob, wrapping up all the action and reaction from this week's game. Welcome back. It is another edition of the Eskridge Lexus postgame podcast where the Sooners, uh, well, they march on. Big 12 play started. It didn't matter. It was the same dominating offense that we've seen uh, for the th- through the first three games. 55-16 to 16 win over Texas Tech. Although uh, we did see a little bit of difference in the offense today, guys, because uh, some other guys finally stepped up. Uh, and we, we like to do it every week. We love to nitpick what's not working with the offense. How do they get better? Uh, I had plenty of tweets, you know, people tweeting at me during the game. Where the hell's Grant Calcaterra today? And it's still there. So, uh, yeah, you're always going to be able to nitpick. But I think the one thing, if you're Lincoln Riley, that you're glad that you can't nitpick, nitpick after today. Was, almost, was that? I don't think you can make nitpick a curse word anyway. Anyway, uh, is Ceedee Lamb? He's back. I think he's going to be okay. <laughs> After our uh, after our little pep talk though on Wednesday during the unofficial forty, I feel like it was almost like we called it. That was a that was a very good performance today by uh, C.D. Lamb and obviously by the Oklahoma offense. They were they were extremely good once again, even without starting right tackle and everything that went into that. And it just it seemed like they just picked up where they left off. I mean, there's when you. When you're confident in an offense enough, and they were kind of in a, it was a little bit of a, uh, they, it was kind of a, a strange situation. But when you can go fourth and eleven and pick it up with a toss to your fullback, yeah, you're, you're living right. Yeah, and I, I, I will say one thing about Jalen Hurts today, is it seemed like he was more willing to just kind of fling it around. Like, yes, like he wasn't so robotic as he a quarterback was, today. And and that they sort of mentioned that about the bye week, having those two weeks, if he looked like a different quarterback, actually a much scarier version of what he's been. They're getting some of that saving out of him slowly but surely. Because <laughs> I mean, he looked like there's some he was looking off defenders and then firing strikes. He was standing in the pocket, not bailing out at the first sign of trouble. That was one of the better outings I've seen from like, him. Like, I wonder if he was even capable of making that touchdown pass to CeeDee Lamb where he... The fade? Yeah, the fade where he that threw it before really he was nice even throw. out of his break. Like, did he have that trust in this offense and himself and in a pl- any other players to make that throw? Because at Alabama, they would never want him to make that type. They were too uptight about everything. 
And I, then, you know, he has that run where instead of going to the sideline, he cuts it back in. Like, his confidence, it bordered on cockiness throughout this afternoon. It was very telling, too, after the game uh, when Riley was talking about, I think uh, Trammell asked him his favorite play of the game mm-hmm. as far as Jalen. Yeah. And uh, you would think, like, it'd be, like, one of the bombs to Charlton Rambo, who was really, really good again. I think Rambo's really starting to – like, he, you can count on him now. Yeah. Uh, but – his favorite play was a it was it a third down, but it was the throw to Jane Hazelwood Jane in the Hazelwood. third quarter yep. to yeah. move the sticks. Yeah. I think it was a third down, and it was he said it was you know just kind of one of those plays that, which I think is telling about the trust in the offense as far as he really was kind of blinded by a defender and he just had to throw it out there to Hazelwood and obviously Hazelwood's a big ass target that you can throw to, but uh, you know it, I think it does take some trust in in the offense and what they're trying to do and accomplish and there's a little inside football because we are looking for that big play and there's Lincoln Riley focusing on the play that if you watch that game you probably don't remember until it's actually brought to your consciousness once again there was there was kind of some back and forth on the stats for Jalen Hurts we've got an official uh Four fifteen. Yeah, seven yes. of four, seven of twenty four. Uh, he did have this first pick of the year today. Four hundred fifteen yards passing, three touchdowns, uh, and then rushing. He had seventy six. I think they had him for seventy. They did uh, I earlier did not, before I the did game not fix that then. Uh, and then did or no no I'm sorry uh, seventy. I, I was looking at Trey Sermon. Uh, seven. They did have yeah seventy nine carries for seventy yards. So in all four hundred and eighty five yards of offense accounted for and four and. Uh, Four touchdowns for Jalen Hurts today. Can't even really fault him for the interception either. I mean, I guess you could. He, he he's the one that threw the ball, but, but it hit his same, receiver. In yeah, the hand. hit the guy in the. It was a tip drill, basically. Yeah, yeah basically. And then you know, it, I I just thought it was good to see Jaden Hazelwood get more involved because I, I mean he really didn't play a part at all in the UCLA game, uh, and to see him kind of reestablish himself as a young guy that I think will only get better and better. It was good to see that today. He's got great body control, and, and that's something they'll be using like crazy, just how physical he is, and he just knows how to put his body in between the defender and try to make that grab. Uh, outside of that, uh, defensively, I know, Bob, you wrote your notebook. Uh, that's up on Soonerscoop.com right now uh, for free for everybody to take a look at, but uh, it was... I mean, we talked about that all week, guys. It was a kind of a put up or shut up, shut up moment for OU's defense uh, to prove that they aren't just you know putting up big numbers against so so competition. You know, it's Not funny. That Tech was a great offense coming in, but it's funny that like you can build confidence playing against South Dakota or you know UCLA for that matter, or Houston, or whoever. That UCLA, yeah. But it seemed like this was different, just as far as. Now they've put four games together, and mm-hmm. it's all looked pretty clean. Uh, they continue to get uh, good play up front. Uh, you even saw, I mean, the play of the game was the Dellen Turner yell rut chase down on a 58-yard busted play that they basically saved the touchdown that for. That they held Pat Fields on. Well, he, oh, yeah, he was getting really bad. Oh, my God. That, okay. was, that was terrible. The offensive lineman <laughs> basically tried to rip his, his shoulder pad off. Makes sense. Josh, Josh had a funny comment about like, how, did the ref not notice the Texas Tech lineman running stride for stride with Fields? <laughs> <laughs> how is that possible? Well, and I think the other thing, Bob, I mean, just defensively, and you look at it, everything that's gone on, and we talk so much about the safeties. 
Uh, they, Trajan Bridges played today. Uh, they they try to put Robert Barnes out there a little bit. You can tell that Alex Grinch is he's trying to play some some people. I don't know if it worked because yeah. they they substituted both of them mid drive and said let them go through an entire drive. Barnes got taken out in the middle of a drive, and then after Bridges had that penalty for when he just yoinked the guy down, they took him out. Yeah, and then he had the face mask. We tried to strip the ball, and he his hand ended up inside the guy's <laughs> face mask. I mean, well, he had. That was the second one. The first one, yeah, yes, he, I'm talking about. He yeah. was going to be burned for a touchdown, so he mm-hmm. just grabbed, the just guy held the guy, <laughs> joined. So he had to a hold ground. and then a face mask, yes. right? Yeah. It, you know, it, it is funny though that I, I thought I, I, I think I retweeted Kersey was the one that I saw first put it out there, but it's, I mean, it's very true in that last year this defense, if you give up a play like that, a probably what he probably would have just scored. They probably never chase him down at the back end, or one play later. They probably score a touchdown anyways. Like they they do have some type of like they can they can get over I guess a bad play is what I'm trying and, to say. And that's a, that will go hand in hand to five plays for tomorrow. You have Turner yell, but I think you have to include what Fields did against T.J. Vasher two plays later because I mean that was big for Fields and sure. Vasher such a big target. There's only that's, one way that you're going to be able to gain that confidence. Yeah, and that's what you know all these big receivers what are OU's undersized secondary going to do that's a great play by Fields of finishing the play so that it wasn't a touchdown and Eddie I think one thing that we saw today that was different from defenses in the past is they actually got pissed off and they actually started playing with some attitude and flying around and I almost didn't give a shit that they got penalties I mean they were being so aggressive I was just like you know what just kind of good to see that yeah and I think that it's it's really strange. Like I I talked to CD Lamb about this after the game. People, you can just feel it in the stands, uh, which I thought was a pretty good crowd for an 11 a.m. game today. That it's kind of shitty outside, just hot and muggy, and I thought pretty good crowd. Uh, but it was one of those things. that's like CD Lamb said straight up that like he gets excited to watch this defense play, and I think you can feel that on just not only in the stadium, but just throughout the team, even talking to Alex Grinch a little bit after the game or listening to what he said. Uh, it just seems like things are moving in the right direction and they're no longer trying to build as much as now it's like, okay, let's take another step. We well, remember last year, it was kind of like a theme every week. Like, okay, so you guys didn't suck so bad this week. Do you think you're building momentum now? And they're like, oh, yeah, we're building momentum. We're and this then, close. And then they'd go and give a, have a worse game. <laughs> and you'd be like, okay, well, there's no momentum. And then you'd wait two or three games, and they'd have a decent game again. And you're like, well, are you, are you, can you feel it building this time? And they're like, yes, we can feel it we're building play this away. time. And, uh, yeah, they were always a play away, weren't they? <laughs> Fido, play away. <laughs> Fido, play away. Uh, and that it, I mean, but they never ever gained any. And then they go out and they play Alabama at the end of the year and get down forty-one nothing or whatever the hell that was. Uh, it was only twenty-eight. Yeah, it felt like forty-one nothing. It might as well. Uh, it might as well have been. Yes, but I mean, like I think yes, you feel some excitement, OU fans. You can feel that the, the, something is building in this defense. Like let your guard down. Just just. It's okay to dream big now, I think. You don't want to say swag, but it's no. it, it's getting to it. No, don't. The way those guys are carrying themselves on the Don't go field. online and start like <laughs> what you want to do while you're watching this Ohio State game and start talking about how, how the black shirts ain't shit because, you know, you're not there yet. You're not Miami 2001 yet. 
but you're seeing it being the tone being set by your captains, Neville Gallimore, Kenneth Murray. Well, Neville Gallimore, like he he never. They had one turnover today, and it was all Neville Gallimore. All Neville. He wouldn't let go on a, on a play. He was in a play. He got blocked out of a play. He got pissed off, and then he chased down the quarterback, knocked the ball out, and then Deshaun White fourth, jumped on top of it. Fourth quarter of a blowout, yeah. and he's like, I don't care, and that's because he's getting max reps because he's not having to play sixty to seventy snaps. I would have to think too that. By the way, Jay like Davis they, had a really good game today. He's, he is a, he's a baller. He's just, yeah, he's just a good football player. Like, I want to see him tested in through the air. But you say max a, reps, and I just think of Jaden Davis from a like, from a tackling standpoint. He's a pretty damn good yeah. tackler for, and he's. Well, not, I told I mean, you guys this. Like, it worries me because he's such a good tackler, and I, he reminds me of Derek Strait when he was a freshman. Just telling you, off season shoulder surgery is going to happen for that poor kid. Maybe he'll. But you know what? You get those things cleaned up, and then you come out and you kick ass. Yeah, you just years. continue playing on it. Yeah, all of those corners played really well today. Had yeah. good pass breakups. Motley had the interception Brown, that was yeah. almost there. I mean, that was about as good as you could have asked for. I will offer this caveat though that tech offensively is pretty. Oh my pretty god, awful. Jet Duffy. Well, I mean, but, but why, yeah. why didn't they go with Duffy? I I thought. Yeah, I mean they they he. I mean, look at the stats. I mean, he like, ended up taking it, most of the. It was seventeen nothing before they really. Yeah. Like, they even got a, their feet wet with having. Well, Tyner Jackson Duffy. started out one of five. Yeah, he was terrible. I mean, he was awful. But yeah, Jet Duffy threw twenty passes today. So, I mean, it was awful. It was Wait, for one hundred twenty yards. Did Jeffrey Okuda get a second pick? Boy, soon as couldn't have used it. We're trying to get the fans <laughs> to embrace the defense, okay, and not wallow in the past, Bob. We don't need to point out Jeffrey Okuda and how well he's playing for oh, Ohio State. Oh, boy. That's a tough one, too. Yeah, that was a really good play. Of course, Isaiah Pryor didn't exactly shine at Ohio State, so. Can't win them all, Urban. Even though you win most of them. I'm sure Proctor will get one on the next series. So, uh, anyway, back to what we saw today. Just defensively, got to see a little Kenneth Mann today, and it was kind of what you thought. And by the way, wasn't it wasn't I the one this week that was talking about uh, you know how long it's been since OU made a backup quarterback look like a backup quarterback? Did we talk about that? Ooh, they definitely did today. Yeah, I mean, not the no Kyle Kemp, no Kyle Kemp, <laughs> or no who's that kid from TCU last year that just went off, Case McCoy. I mean, the history of the backup quarterback against OU. I've seen defense. quite a few. Oh. I think <laughs> Ned Zolan. thrown up one before. Yeah, Zeb Nolan. Zeb Nolan. <laughs> Zeb Nolan. I confuse his first consonant. The pride of. Uh, I so worthless. Neb. I think the pride Zeb of uh, Nolan, Northern Nolan Iowa Zeb. right now is where he's at. Is he at. in Northern Iowa? I think yes. so. Yeah. Is he, is he sitting out? Is he, uh, surely he's done, right? No. Is he like a GA? No, he's playing. Hmm. So anyway, you made Jet Duffy look like a way. I mean, like, I did. I mean, watching him today. North Dakota State. And the stats that they were putting up, like, how the F did he throw for 444 yards against Texas last year? Like, Lincoln, like, uh, uh, Cliff Kingsbury really is an offensive mind. It was Texas. No, against TCU, that game was just ugly. He threw four oh, touchdowns right. and for over 400, almost 450 yards against Texas last year. That's just it's unbelievable. And he looked good against the Sooners when Bowman got yeah. hurt. But he didn't look good today. Nope. Uh, so, 
that I mean, bang up job there. That's that's the biggest kudos I can give you. Uh, I tell you, let's do a let's let's. Uh, you guys want to hit up anything in particular that just really stood out? First thoughts? Or you want to go to stock up, stock down? We can do stock up, stock down. I, stock I don't think that. I mean, as a game. as a whole, if you want to just talk about the performance, I thought it was it was exactly what I think we all agreed that you need to do. You need to if you're a four touchdown favorite, you need to go out. You need to play clean. You need to dominate at times, and for the most part, they certainly did that today. All right, let's go to our uh, our Eskridge Lexus play and player of the game. Eskridge Lexus is all about embracing the best. That's why they are the official travel partner of the Soonerscoop.com podcasts. So it's time for us to recognize the Sooners best with our Eskridge Lexus player of the game. All right, uh, Eskridge Lexus, EskridgeLexus.com, uh, all the great folks over there at Eskridge uh, in the gang. Uh, a lot of new 20, 2020s coming in. Uh, go check out the uh, new RX that's out. Uh, we're going to be checking these puppies out here pretty quick. Uh, might be taking something to Lawrence with this uh, this week, depending on if I have my leg amputated or not. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think we'll be good. So uh, here's the deal. Uh, Eskridge Lex is a great supporter of the, of the podcast and the Unofficial 40 podcast. So uh, if you guys are out there looking for a new car, and, and, and especially a luxury brand, I've been driving a Lexus forever. Fantastic cars, reliable as hell. I mean, you will not find a more reliable car out there uh, to drive. I mean, I've got 190,000 miles on mine. I think it's been towed in one time for like a bad throttle body or something like that. So, uh, you know, and they've got the service department out there. But uh, go in there, tell them that you listen to uh, the Sooner Scoop podcast, uh, the post game, that you're a subscriber on Official 40. And uh, they will put you a, together a great deal on a brand new Lexus uh, and a lot of the new 2020 models uh, out there right now. So you want to make sure and go check those out as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, go uh, go also online, EskridgeLexus.com. Even if you're from out of the area, uh, give old Ed a, a call at Eskridge and uh, see what they can do for you and tell them that you're a, a big listener for the Sooner Scoop podcast. So uh, player of the game, I mean, is it? You want to give it to CD over Jalen Hurts? I mean, is that that's probably what should happen. you could say? Lamb didn't have a pick like Jalen did. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what about defensive player of the game? If we make that harder, that is hard. It's just collective effort. Kenneth Murray led the team in tackles. I'm going Gallimore. So dis disruptive. Set set the tone early. That is one thing. Like you know, I mean, I know they they broke off some runs here and there. But I haven't seen a defense meet running backs in the hole and like stone them. Sure, as much as this team three did times today. or yep. twice, and I guess they gave it up because they uh, the, the fake. The oh, fake they, pun, what did they finish on third down? One for fourteen. One of fourteen. Wow. And OU went into the that was something that I kind of noted. Seventh, uh, right? They were seventh nationally on on third down conversion. And if you remember last year, that was one of the biggest oh things. It's like get off the field on third down. That's all you have to do, and you will be much better. And it seems like through four games, this team can maybe get off the field a little bit on third down. They, I mean, and even more impressive was the, the twice third and one. They tried to run it up the middle, and like you said, Bob, it was Neville Gallimore meeting them in the middle, and Kenneth Murray. Uh, they were extremely good uh, today up front, and I think that that is a major positive moving forward. What about uh, Delarian Turner Yell? I mean, all, all the safety talk that's out there. Second in the team in, in tackles today. I don't think the it'd one be, chase it would be down. crazy to say that he was a player of the game. I think 
or a candidate at least. Yeah. My bad. For all the all the belly aching we've done, and justifiably so, to have someone play well at safety, I think is a big boost for that defense. Sure. And they both Absolutely. and they both played pl- played well. It's not like Fields was a, a, a slouch. Yeah. So that's very encouraging. Uh, Trajan Bridges was not the defensive player of the game. He looked like a guy. He looked like a wide receiver that had just <laughs> moved over to safety. Seven on seven play. Like, uh, why don't you go to the other side? It was right. the equivalent of bringing a second baseman into pitch. There you go. Actually, it was probably a little bit better than that because he did fly around and actually put a helmet on people. And yeah, he. he it was more like a right afraid. fielder without any control. I'll tell you what, man. They. I. I think stuff like it's very small and it. It probably doesn't mean anything, but I think that. The way that he just plays on special teams, Bridges, mm-hmm. and the way he busts his ass to get down the field, like that, that shit's in t- uh, contagious. I think it's contagious for the entire it's contagious. team. Contagious. You like that? Yeah. Junior, uh, but Jarvis Landry. Maybe. Did you know that? That's what I was saying. Hard no. knocks, Browns. Did you not see that? Uh, I don't think so. I got shit's you. contagious. That was the that was the highlight of the rookie uh, show. Oh, I don't I don't think I remember that though. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, players of the game, I I say we give it to Neville. I mean, setting the tone, it's it's hard to argue against that. I will say that I was probably more impressed with Kenneth Murray than I had been since game one today. Liked him coming off the edge. Yeah. Letting Deshaun White be in the middle and bring in Murray from whichever edge they chose. And it really worked. They just, they're they're chasing down. So, I mean, they're really playing off of that front and they know it's kind of like Jalen Hurts. Like he's letting it fly. Like the linebackers are kind of letting it fly and just flow into the football and really just, just putting, you know, putting their hair on, you know, running around with their hair on fire. Pin in their ears back. That's what I meant to say. Uh, so, all right, play of the game today. There's so, I mean, so many offensive plays. I will say this. I my apologies. My game prediction was so far off. I predicted offensive struggles today. I predicted 38 total points. I think I did 45. I mean, I I I we underestimate you. you. Well, you just I mean, feel like there's no way they can keep doing this every game, I, right? Yeah, I agree. There might be though. There might be a way. I had 54 to 24. Nice. I guess it's not bad. Did you win? I think I did. Yeah. I think what I did got Josh have. I got gun shy because I did that thing for the tech site and I did not want to say like 59 to 17, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty much what it was. What did Josh have? Are you looking it up? Are you efforting? Yeah. 55. Oh, we had 55 20. Now, Josh, Josh, so Josh retains Josh the belt this Josh week. Josh got it. Mine was mine blue. I said that. I said that there would be a lot of aspects of the offense we'd we'd be able to finally question after today, and to be honest, Grant they, they make the nitpicking harder than ever after today. Yeah, I'm left with Grant Calcaterra and Lee Morris, <laughs> and jerks that try and take out Kennedy Brooks's knee. That was probably I was. Let I'm, me ask you this: I'm the, surprised. The apology. Can you can you take the apology? And I know you responded to it, Eddie, and you said it was classy. But I guess I'm that kind of guy. Like, sure, Ron Artest could apologize if he wanted to. Like, let's see this kid if he does this again. Is this just an empty apology until he plays out the entire season 
and doesn't have another cheap, dirty shot against a player. Oh, I think it was probably just a... I don't know. Maybe he is a dirty player. I think Kennedy should respond and say he doesn't accept the apology. <laughs> <laughs> you, would you like to volunteer to be his social media uh, liaison? Uh, coordinator? I don't know how I can be... Uh, the only reason I feel... I don't know. Like I don't know if I want to get wrapped up in Title IX cases. <laughs> well, it's it's been wrapped up. There is no Title IX case. The only yeah, I, I just don't although, know... If, I don't Although, know if I can work with an associate that is yeah, being wrapped he doesn't, up in. He do, well, that's unfair. Um, but he does not want to talk about it. No, any, he doesn't. It, at all. He got lucky, though. That thing was... Uh, when, it, when it immediately... Oh, just I thought his leg live, was I thought he was done. Yeah. I thought he was done. It I, was that picture... It's a bad way to put it, but the picture-perfect hit. No, yeah. It to was, destroy a knee. Absolutely. Because I could even... like I, I got blocked out by some of the players on the sidelines, but I could see his knee... And the way that it kind of buckled back or whatever. Folded back. Or folded in, yeah. back, yeah. And it just it seemed like it was one of those that they were gonna, you know, bring the bring the card out for him. I'm or, always skeptical of Riley, but Kennedy's mother sounded very optimistic on when, social media. When he walked back across the field, I zoomed in with the camera or whatever and he took his helmet off and you could tell that people were asking him if are you okay? And he was saying, I'm good, I'm good. So overheard in the press box. Rodney Anderson walked off under his own power against the Bruins. Yeah, he did. Year, he didn't he tell did. anybody he was good, though. <laughs> I think, but he came out in street clothes in the second half. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he did. Brooks? Yeah. No, Anderson. Uh, oh, yeah, Rodney yeah, yeah. I was like, I thought that happened in the second half. No. About to, what I will add. I or maybe it was late in the fourth front. quarter. What about Eric Swenson? Yeah, that was weird. I I walk, you know, I'm walking from the third quarter to the fourth quarter down to the north end zone and Proctor he was, played left tackle until they went with the twos. Yeah, he was he was hobbled pretty good and he had a big brace on his like a the, a different brace than what you normally see those guys wear on his left knee. Okay. Uh so that might be something to watch and then, you know, the Adrian Ely thing didn't week to that, week according to Riley. Well, and then he weird said indefinitely, indefinitely yeah. which I was like Kind of like <laughs> that's a strange back, way like, to put it. Like, strange way of phrasing it. He's yeah. not playing next week. Is kind of how I took that. I don't think Kennedy Brooks will play next week. I mean, Kansas yeah. is finally starting to show their true colors. Yeah, Kansas, <laughs> Kansas, Kansas again. Kind of like Maryland is Maryland. A and M uh, is A and M. Man, I can't believe they almost got beat by Arkansas today. That's if they would have got beat by Arkansas, you have to you have to shut down the program. Oh, those pop bangers never would do that. San Jose State doesn't have to shut down their program. They would join another conference before they shut down the program. That's probably true. But they'd have to claim a couple SEC championships before right. they left. Yes. Exactly. All right. Uh, stock up and stock down. Let's get into it a little bit. Um, I'll just... Let's go offense first. Let you guys nominate. Uh, who you want to nominate? A couple? I'll one? Go whoever you want. Trey Sermon. Ooh. Uh, he, Finally had a couple touchdowns, seemed engaged again. I mean, but they couldn't. They couldn't really uh, it's substitute just a, for yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, it's just a case of like when he gets his chances, he'll make the most of them. He just has to get his chances. And when Brooks went out, weren't going to use Ramondre just just yet. So he seven seventy six couple uh, couple scores and the biggest play for him me was the blitz pickup on fourth down. My favorite thing about Trey Sermon so far this year. He's gotten rid of his Le'Veon Bell yes. impersonation. He just runs the ball now. 
Yeah. I think that probably just comes with time, though, don't you think? More yeah, comfortable or as a runner. Maybe Jay Bulware saying, you know, stop uh, that. Stop. <laughs> yeah. stop it. Just stop it. Shit, it might be something to the effect, too, of just this offensive line working together. Like, you better hit that hole. Or you, yeah, know, you don't know exactly. if it's coming back open. No, that's a great point. Uh, Eddie, who are you going with? Uh, let's go Jaden Hazelwood. I thought he was more comfortable, I guess would be a way to say it, uh, just as far as, like, I still think he's a guy. I don't know if he's a he guy that... He probably had a really good bye week, I'm, yeah, I'm guessing. I don't know if he's a guy, like, when it's third and 13 at the Cotton Bowl, if you're going to be throwing to Jaden Hazelwood, but... He seems like he's such just a big body out there that, uh, you know, they just haven't had a guy that is, and CeeDee Lamb's a big, big-ass dude, but he's not the prototypical body style like uh, Jane Hazelwood is. I mean, there's a reason the guy was a five-star. Did, did he drop the touchdown, I, or was it not? I thought he, no, no, I thought you he mean dropped the touchdown it. or the one near the goal line? No, the no, one, the it, one, the one in the... Uh, right at the right end of the first the half. half. Yeah, right before halftime. Like, Jalen did all the scrambling, and Hazelwood looked like oh, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. coming back to the ball in the end zone. Was I was a, thinking that was the it Mordecai was a perfect throw. throw. It was a perfect throw. It, I thought the way that it sounded, I thought it hit his chest. Like his shoulder no, pads. No, no, no. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a bullet, and it just. I don't think he. I don't think he realized how quickly that ball was coming. Yeah, is what I think happened, and he just wasn't ready for it. It was a good throw, though. Right, that would have yeah. been a great play. Well, and okay, so I think that's a really good one, and I'm just I'm putting this one out there because I think we've all kind of just been like we feel like we have to mention him like in the preseason. We feel like we had to say. Okay, this is going to be OU's second leading receiver, but he's actually doing it. We have to give him credit, and that's Charleston Rambo. I mean, that's fair. he is uh, putting himself in position. He's not Marquise Brown, but he's filling a similar role in this offense. And the fact that he made the plays early, who knows how much that really opened things up for CeeDee Lamb. And I'll give an honorable mention to Bray Walker. I'm not a trenches yeah. guy. I don't know how great he did individually, but he didn't have any penalties. And the offense definitely didn't slow down a bit with him making his first start. Rambo is an interesting player just because I don't... Who who does he play like that they've had in the in the past? A lot of people love to say Didi just because of their long, wide yeah. frame. Yeah, but he's not but that he's blind. Not, I mean, definitely he's not, not the burner. That. He's got great straightaway speed, but like Didi was, I mean... He, he was a kind of just like a post-corner guy. I mean, he, he just got off the line and went. Like, Rambo works his way over the middle. He's doing more intermediate stuff. Like, Didi was not about the intermediate route. That's 74-yard even grab. Though, even though nice. they would throw him the screen and he would run for a touchdown. But, yeah, they're just not similar in that way. Like, Didi was make a guy miss and be gone. Rambo's just kind of run around everyone. Those the two long balls that he he hauled in in the first half, those were pretty impressive. Yeah, that, that I, second one because it almost ran into Jaden. I think the thing that's that's with Rambo that is hard to define is that he's a kid that's just growing into his ability, like just growing into his body. He's still skinny. He still needs to spend time in the weight room. He's he's gonna be better than he is right now. He's not a, he's not even close to being a finished product and he's still making a ton of plays yeah that's it's a fair way to put it i think he is and i think it too is just confidence i mean i he's like a baby godzilla he know? will be very very good but it, it's important and 
I say that, and CD had a huge day, but it, I thought it was important that Rambo makes those plays early in the game because that opens things up for CD. If you can take yeah. away Rambo out of a game, they're going to try and do what UCLA did and just bracket CD and then let everybody else kill you. And luckily for and OU, the run game did the same. I think. I mean, it, it it did just as much as Rambo to open things up. Yeah. Uh, he only caught one ball today. But I think he's going to end up playing quite a bit at some point. Austin Stogner looked pretty good in the red zone. If they could turn him into... Yeah, and he's remember kind of what they did with uh, Mark Andrews his act. freshman year? I think he had seven touchdowns his freshman year. Yeah, the only time he caught he like, it was a Yeah, he had like ten receptions but seven touchdowns. Yeah. Was that close to a touchdown? I thought it was a touchdown live. I was kind of surprised that they never reviewed it. But it, it must have not even been close because nobody has said anything about it. Uh, one more for me. It's not offense or defense. It's Gabe Burkich. Yeah. He came in and made two field goals today. Made two field goals. Look good, too. I think, you know, they both. And my God, don't ever get a P.I. if you're a kicker. A walk-on kicker at that. I I, is I, was, just, I was a little surprised. Is Was he just walking around in the locker room smoking all the time or something? Like... Smoking cigarettes. Yeah, just, just like being Scottish. Yeah, just just being like the kicker on the replacements. Yeah. I don't like, know. Like he was he must have been a guy that has been in trouble before. For them to treat him like you can't even come to the stadium. I thought that was kind of interesting. I was I was surprised. I was legitimately surprised that uh that they suspended him. Yeah. I mean I'm shocked. Uh oh. Who got the interception? That's a third for the Buckeyes. Why would why did Game Day pick this? They had to. There's nothing <laughs> Probably else. Probably the only do. yeah, their only opportunity to go to Lincoln ever in the last ten years. Is it the first twelve time years? Ten, twelve years. First time in twelve years. We figured out this morning. It was it's first time since Nebraska played. Uh, it wasn't Oklahoma. I can't. Oh, USC. It was they played USC in 2007. And it was an early season. I mean, it was early in the season. Can you imagine being the sad sack of a person that put money on Adrian Martinez to win the Heisman Trophy this year? <laughs> like, well, you're clearly a Nebraska of, fan if you did that. What kind of person would have done that? Someone that you know had enough Rolexes and they just had some money. We just around. had to add it because Josh said, "Please mention Nebraska is about to get destroyed." Mission accomplished, Josh. I mean, I could have told you that before this game started. Oh my God! <laughs> Justin Fields just ran. Jalen Hurts has not had a hole that wide open to run through this year. There's a flag. Oh, it's because they dragged him down by the face mask. So that's an extra 15 yards on top of the 50 he just went for. Okay, uh, stock down. Let's let's go over that because we've got some candidates here. I'll start. And it's not fair. It's not. None of these are fair. We're these aren't fair. <laughs> yeah, when you win by, uh, what is it? What was 55, it? 55. 30, uh, 39. 55, 16. 39 yeah. points, yeah. Um, it's Calcaterra. It is. It's just not God, fair. Now. I mean, the titles so have stupid. A, they have it <laughs> harder than anybody. How can you go stop down, though, when you're not even targeted? Yeah, I know. Because you'd say he's not getting open to give Jalen a target I just to don't throw think it that to. Jaylen I don't know how many snaps he had. liberal West Coast hairstyle. <laughs> And his mustache. Yeah. Well, maybe he's maybe he's threatened by his mustache because Jalen wants to have the best the best mustache on it the could team. Could 
we need to investigate this. Maybe that's your next that a, video report. That was a good. Yeah, that was a good. Uh, that was a good suit he was wearing too, today. It looked nice. It was handsome. Um, Tanner Mordecai. Yeah, yeah. That, now, Bob, that's a good one. <laughs> I had people. Even Josh was not impressed with Tanner Mordecai. I had friends texting me like, "What's wrong with Tanner Mordecai?" And I think part of it was play calling. I mean, I it was an odd situation to come into. They wanted to run clock, but then they didn't establish the run. Yeah, this was the first time they didn't run the offense when he yeah, came in. He came in, and it was some kind of weird, congealed, you know, amalgamation of an offense. It wasn't, and there's Ohio State scoring in. <laughs> 24 uh, nothing. Um, I just... I think if Lincoln Riley did it all over again, he'd do like, you notice like when Spencer Rattler came in the game, they just started throwing it everywhere. Like mm-hmm. they didn't really run that type of offense with Tanner. They kind of did him a disservice, I thought. Well, they tried. I mean, I don't know. They, You got to be able to pick up yards on first down, though, if you're going to open things up. His first completion went for eight yards. His next three went for minus three. How do you go four completions for five yards total? Rattler well, just... I don't know. Uh, Jet Duffy kind of figured out how to do it. <laughs> Rattler, the way that he throws the ball, and I know we've talked about it before, and it sounds so cliche to say it, but he just... That thing, it's a missile out of his hand. Yeah. He just and he, The way that he just kind of carries himself, too, it just... And that, that might be because you know that he's a five-star. Yeah. But at the same time, it's it's like, man... He's gonna be so good. I just, I just, I saw, I've seen better days from Mordecai. I mean, he's better than what he showed today. And because it was an early, uh, early game, I stayed on the field a lot longer than I normally do. Rattler's by far the most popular player. Yeah, everyone in the crowd wants a picture or him to sign something. All right, and I can't wait to put this stock down out there. A.D. Miller stock down. Well, he didn't he suit wasn't up. There. He talked to you guys Tuesday. And then yeah, that, that's only because we interviewed him Tuesday. I let you two go home because I said, I'll take the bullet. <laughs> I'll stay for A.D. Miller. And then he wouldn't answer any of our questions about transferring. He basically told me he didn't want to talk about it when I asked him if he ever actually set foot in Illinois. Which is probably a jackass question to ask, but still. It's funny. So, yeah. Stock down for you, A.D. Miller. About the Brennan Radley Hiles. Yes. That Stop I mean, down. if we're moving to defense, that yeah. was the number one guy I was thinking of. Yep. Just kind of an just eh. And and I mean, like when you don't make any plays and then you're noticed for doing negative things, it's just bad. And he and he it's like he either has a game where he does something really well and just isn't noticed, or he has a game where he just doesn't really do anything and does something stupid. It's just hard to see how he's going to help in run support going down the road. Got He has to go low. He has to go low or he has to at least hit a guy enough to make him. And I think that's where the, like, the rallying to the football and all that kind of stuff has to come in because he's not going to bring a big guy down by himself. It's just not going to happen. And he got bailed out on that penalty, although that throw by Duffy on the corner... That when he beat Buki for the for the touchdown, that was one of the better throws you're ever yeah. gonna see. Yeah, but he did the penalty did take take that away. Yeah, that was their one really impressive play offensively, and then it was a penalty. But was that the touchdown in the north end zone there? Yes, the left side. Yeah, northeast or northwest West. side. Yeah. yeah. 
So, yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty tough to do a stock down report when you win 55-19 and it's a conference, conference opener. 31 guys played on defense. That's an incredible number. Like, I, I know will... that they want to play a lot of guys, but to be able to get all those guys out there, and I know they won by 39, but at the same time, it's like, that's it's good news. And it's also think. when you start yeah. creeping up into that four-game rule. I mean, if they're not, I'm not saying stripling, a great I was boo, surprised to see like, Theo East tonight, you know, play it fairly early. And it, it, I, I'm sure it was because they were up big and because A.D. Miller wasn't Miller playing. Was out. Um, but, you know, he came in and he ran a reverse, so they tried to if, get him involved. Went for I guess like we nothing. only have two years of track record to know this, but for some guys, I think that Riley's just willing to say screw it and... You're just not going to redshirt a whole lot of guys. Because I think I'm, I think the experience side of things, especially for this team, if they want to play a lot of guys, it's going to be more important than having somebody come back for a fifth year. Think I mean, of the, look at a yep. for a, a, a bad example would be a guy like a Nick Basquin. Like right. they could probably do without him this year, right? Yeah, and I know that's kind of well. Harsh, here's your but. best example: it's Charleston Rambo because you could say that his freshman year was wasted. Sure. But he's so much better a player right now because he had last year. Uh, and he, and when CeeDee Lamb is gone, he's going to be capable of being a number one. I don't yeah. know that he, you know, you, you think that Jaden Hazelwood will probably end up being that guy eventually. But, in you know, until Jaden Hazelwood's ready, Charleston Rambo's going to be a really good receiver for Spencer Rattler or whoever. De'Eric King. Can Rambo play in the NFL? I guess that's an unfair question to ask yeah, right now. But a little bit. Yeah, I'd say too early for me to you feel comfortable me, saying. You want him to get bigger? Yeah, maybe. Get stronger? Probably. I mean, Although, hell, I, I mean, Lamb needs to get stronger, but do you have he to, also broke two tackles today and took yeah. it to the house. Do you need any other uh, evidence to say too early than... Marquise Brown, who basically got drafted on a year and four games, well, six games, and then got hurt at the end of that second, you know, second year. He's so good, though. Nobody before that Kansas State game that year would have been like, "Oh, Marquise Brown's gonna be a first round draft." Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, outside of that, I mean, we didn't, we didn't give, we mentioned him earlier. We should have said stock up for Jaden Davis. That goes without saying, I think. Yeah, we mentioned him earlier. I mean, I he's... He just looks the part. Like, ceiling-wise, is, ceiling is he the best cornerback in the Oklahoma program right now? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I would think, yeah. No doubt about it. He just looks right. I mean, he looks like an Alabama cornerback. Yeah. What's so weird is because... If Grinch came in for Jaden Davis' cycle, would he have gone after him? Because he's not six foot one. He's not the long arm guy. I'm not saying that he wouldn't. I'm just saying it, sometimes we get all consumed with the height. Well, it's like, yeah, length. like Derek Strait wasn't long, but he, he played, you know. It's just like there was a reason that they couldn't send uh, TJ Vasher out just, you know, and throw it up to him every time and have him come down with it. Is because those corners, even though they're not six foot six like he is, they still play the ball really well. So I, yeah, I don't think it matters. I mean, he has he has natural length. 
like Trey Brown, like in Parnell Motley, they do not have natural length. They're they're kind of they kind of have you know shades of dwarfism almost. <laughs> Motley, Motley's a little bit bigger than I think people would I mean, realize. their arms are just kind of like, they're not like T-Rex arms, but they're not. Well, like, tweet it out. Trey Brown, Trey Brown, he's, he's muscled up a little bit. Like, you know when guys get too muscly and it looks like they're like muscly dwarfs? Shades of dwarfism, that's the post-game pod quote. I don't know if we want to advertise that. <laughs> You could fit three of them in the back of a Lexus. <laughs> Go visit our guy, Ed Eskridge. You can fit. You, you can't even say Eskridge, right? You said Eskridge. It's not Eskridge. a sausage. You mixed up the sausage and a in a luxury. Well, vehicle. I didn't want to be sued. I, I had to say the name incorrectly. I, yeah, I don't. I didn't want Ed to. Ed Eskridge. Uh, I didn't want to be I able see, to. I see. It's a parody that you're right, doing. Right, right, okay. right. Ed, it's a parody. He knows your trouble anyway, so. Oh, he knows. Uh, so, I mean, look, this is, my God. I mean, we talked about how difficult it was to kind of come up with storylines this week, coming off a of bye week. Good luck. There's going to be even Kansas good this week. luck with Kansas coming oh, up this boy. week. I'm going to have to we'll just start working on hat. Just start working on Kansas stories. I mean, uh, Texas stories. Like, you should, this, this, I mean, they should spend their week coming up with, like, penalties for people who show up on our stock down report next week like like a fa- like fantasy football pun- you know punishment like somebody's going to have to get something tattooed on their body if they have a shitty game against Kansas Did you watch They're going to have to do TCU game today Did you have that on I didn't at all? have it on no I, wonder what I the, just saw the score and I was just like Ugh, I don't want to watch that They'll probably be by the way, that, how does that favorites? avoid ESPN Plus? What's the OSU? What's going on with OSU? They're in a uh, weather delay. Weather delay Ooh, up there. That's not good. They're in. They're, they'll probably be what a thirty point favorite My this God, weekend. Like is okay. If more is the tornado zone is still water, the weather delay zone gets a lot of rain. Oh my God! They, you get up there. They have so many games. I mean, they have the most famous weather delay game of all time. That game was in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. But they're still, I mean, that's still the <laughs> they were same still part, involved of the country. Yeah. part of the country. I remember we drove from uh, Tallahassee to Panama, to City, Panama City to the and got airport. out of the car and, and they, they were still playing. No, they were still playing. Were still, was they, okay. Because it was, we were on East Coast time. I thought they were still playing when we landed back in Oklahoma. No. They're, they were playing at four, four in the morning. No, we, they weren't. I okay. think they were just yeah. wrapping up when we got done. Or, I mean, oh when we were about to god, get bored. The Auburn guy. Yeah, he took Bully out. Oh, my God. Poor thing. Now, you're talking about dwarfism, those bulldogs. I would not want to have one of those. They're kind of cool. Don't they die, like, after three years? Yeah, they're really bad health. I don't know if it's three years, but seems like everyone I know that has bulldogs has a lot of them. Ohio State just, man... There won't be any Nebraska fans left for the post-game college game day wrap-up. <laughs> Clemson got lucky today. Oh, my God. My poor Mac. I wish I could console him. That quarterback he has is going to be really good. The Hal kid, true freshman. Except, why are you running him on an option no, for the two-point conversion against the, the Clemson defense? At all, the entire game? I, I didn't watch most of it. I don't know if he's I don't run know. the option. It was a terrible play. Yeah, it was It was a great decision to go for it. It was a terrible play call. It was awful. So who's number one? 
Is it number one team in the country? Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, said LSU and got ripped on last last week, but I'll stand by it. I th- I mean, you could make a case for Alabama, but their defense is not what it has been. No, I. Ohio State's just scored again. I kind of think it's one of those things that you can't. You can't Pops punish them for not very losing. Much. I, what, what we said fifty six fourteen because they had to get over like sixty five or something like that. Gosh, should have locked Ohio State. <laughs> I think it was a twenty seven point spread. Um, because I, I, you can make a case for Ohio State if they keep doing this. Not that Nebraska's anything. So I don't. I mean, I don't that's know. sort of the problem with all these top teams so, so yeah. far, and that's what happens in the first month of the season. You it, just as don't impressive know as OU was today, you really can't make an argument for him to be, you know, have any first and place. You'll votes. say that next week after oh, the yeah. Kansas game. You'll well, say yeah, Auburn's thing. playing right now. They might be pretty damn good too. Yeah, that, but you we, mentioned we that talked early. about it before we Podcasted, started recording. Yeah. I mean, Mississippi State's a fraud. potentially terrible. They're they're just not very good. So I, I yeah I mean it's it's I hate this because you know you're four you're four games in five weeks total six if you count week zero nothing's been decided nothing's gonna be decided the only thing you can do like OU gets hurt by not playing like they drop spots for not playing like the only thing you can do if you're one of the top six seven teams is hurt yourself you just got to keep winning as impressively as OU did today, and then get to that Texas game, and then you got to be impressive when you play them. By the way, what what would be your OU-Texas score today if you had to pick it? It's a great question. I continue to say no way OU scores this much. I'd say like 38-27. Yeah, you don't have to give me a winner, but like what range... Do you see it being in right now? Man, Texas I think OU would those probably deep. be about a <coughs> yeah. And who knows how many people and a leave half, for them? Eight point favorite probably. Oh, you will. Does that be. sound right? If, if they played today, I think yeah. they would be. There yeah. are seven ten, and a half, eight. There are ten, aren't they? At ten right now. Yeah. But I'm thinking in two weeks. I'm trying to project like what what is Texas doing Morgantown? They're going to win right. probably, right? They're going to they win, should. but how much will they win? Will they be impressive? You know. I mean, Iowa State just lost because to they have, today. Just because they have, like, that weird rivalry with each other. I could see... I don't even know if it's a West rivalry. West Virginia wants to have a rivalry with, with everyone, anybody. though. Yeah, They um. will fight anyone. I mean, they will taunt anyone. They will taunt anyone's fans. Because they're... It's like, you they're know... They're just East Coast people. They are... They really think they're, like, on Big Brother or something. They're inbreds. They're hicks. <laughs> I don't know that the players are that... No, I'm talking about the fan base. Yeah. No, I'm saying their players are jerks. I'm sure they're nice people, but they want to fight everyone. Like ever since I remember ever since Sterling Shepard was young, they were trying to fight OU every year. Before the game started. And that was they, the only time that happened. Year. Like they didn't do that with anybody else but OU. It's so weird. But maybe they'll be that way with Texas. Oh, although you know, with Neil Brown there, who knows? Yeah, that's true. Dana probably he probably inflated spurred it a that bit. on. 
They went for it on fourth down. No, no, no. It was third and uh, one, and they didn't come close. I hope they score again. <laughs> Thirty-eight, nothing to have to be great. These fine, the fine people in Nebraska don't deserve this. They've been going through this for what twenty years now. They were so convinced like they were going to have a UCF type turnaround this year too. Jesus. I mean, like Nebraska, you wonder will it ever get fixed? You know, it, it's interesting that. Like, we talked about this yesterday. Uh, I think me and you did, Kerry. Just as far as, like, five years ago, I thought Justin Fuente was a star. Yeah. In the college ranks. In the, in he could have had ranks. any job he wanted. He Absolutely. He could have gotten out of Blacksburg at any time. Uh, who was the other guy that we were talking about? Uh, or somebody else. But, I mean, is Scott Frost? And it's not fair to, because I think Ohio State's probably pretty damn good, but. Is he is he another is massive he not, fraud? Yeah, like went and did it at a school that just happened to be better than everybody else in their shitty conference. Yeah, like you know who's who I think might be the best coach that's doing it at an under the radar school. It's Mike Norvell at Memphis. Yeah, he's really mm -hmm. good. By the way, uh, one of the guys last night from our after party told me that he wants to challenge you to the uh, to head coach. Oh, um, power naming. five. Yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> Head coach name. He waited until after you left to tell me oh. that. Though. I, noticed, I noticed how that works, huh? I noticed how that works. Oh, come on. I noticed how that works. I could. We could do it. Uh, maybe he just had more to drink by that point, but he was just like, hey, you know, I heard you guys, you know, that was kind of funny. That was kind of funny how Eddie said he could name all the coaches, and then you gave him two right off the bat, and he couldn't name either. I knew both of those coaches. Probably didn't. That's what he said. <laughs> Those weren't Power Five, though. I know Hawaii and whatever. No, so there you go. Oh, Jeff Brom is the other guy I was thinking of. Oh yeah, like Louisville wanted to hire him. Yeah, he basically turned him down, and Purdue's awful this year. They're terrible. It'll be by Minnesota today. Wow, didn't they? Did they? Did Minnesota hold on? I think they did. They were down like thirty. Let's just say they did thirty or something. Who cares? Yeah, that game's not affecting They're anybody. In a <laughs> shitty division in the Big Ten. That's like saying, did Minnesota beat Indiana? Nobody cares. It's not affecting anything. Did they? I, no, they, I don't think. I don't know if they, they play. Didn't play. No, they didn't play. <laughs> even we can even say they did. And no one cares. It wouldn't. It wouldn't upset an apple cart anywhere. I thought they played Michigan State today. Uh, Michigan State and Indiana? Indiana? Did they? Okay. I don't know. I don't care. I think they did. <laughs> sure. I mean, there. I mean, there. There are coaches out there like Chip Kelly that can coach. I mean, he screwed it up himself. But I am really starting to wonder: like, are some of these programs ever going to fix themselves? Tennessee. Tennessee. I don't think that you can. I mean, Penn State is celebrating a win over Maryland, like they did something. Doesn't it feel like all these schools, though, at the same time, or they they believe they're going to get back to where they were just because of the name? Like, yeah. And I think it's it's kind of interesting, and particularly for Oklahoma fans to look at it because, like, all the shit that basically Bob had to do in '99 when they took over, mm -hmm. like they kind of went head on at it. Yeah, and maybe. Pruitt and those guys are doing the exact same thing. But they also got good at football right away, too. Right. And yeah. they just... Like Nebraska, right before this, they announced some $150 million football facility thing. And yeah. now, I mean, who's 
Like, they announced the plan. Like, who's giving the money for that shit after this shit? Like, show? is it recruiting? It's just their football facility. There's like no, it's no, everything. no. Is it is it recruiting? Like, are they not getting guys in? Is it bad evaluations? Oh. I just don't understand yeah. how a school like Tennessee can be so bad at football. Tennessee is definitely more than just recruiting. So I, I mean, you know how it goes. I mean, sometimes stuff just gets broke. I mean, how did how did OU have such a shitty defense for so long? Yeah, sure. How are they just fixing it now? They've been very lucky that they had uh, historic offenses the last four years. Yeah. And it would appear that they have a historic <laughs> offense again. I think there will be some people, though, that walk out of that game tonight uh, saying, and they're going to have to do it over the next couple weeks for me to really buy in, but if they're going to be that good offensively, this team has a chance to be pretty damn good. Yeah. And I I don't know that. See, I mean, I'm sitting there watching Clemson today, and I'm like, how would OU do against them? I mean, North Carolina kind of moved the ball up and down the field. Like on, them. I mean, on that day, OU might have beat their stuffing out of them. But, you know, we've never – I mean, that's the thing. You've never seen OU go in and put – every time they play, played in the college football playoff, they've had a good half. Mm-hmm. But they've never had a good game. They've always either gotten down or gotten, you know, lost all the momentum in the second half. And a lot of that stuff is just – it's not blind luck, but you need a little bit of luck. But I do think that now, well, I think that Ohio State is scoring again, yes. Uh, and I also think, I also think OU has better players, no, more there's no prepared doubt. players on the defensive side. No doubt about to it. To go and win a playoff. But it's kind of what we've talked about before just as far as, and it, it might just be the way that, Hertz has kind of affected the rest of the team, but nothing's going to be good enough for this group because they've been to they've been to a college football playoff. A, a, a good amount of these guys have been to back to back, back to back. Yeah. You know, and they've been able to say Hertz that they can do that. Too, yeah. yeah, and Hertz has done the same thing. He's been at the top of the mountain, but it's a. It, I think it's a good mindset to have. It, there's one. It, I think there's one thing in saying it. And then another thing in actually believing in it. And I think that they believe in it right now. It, you know, I mean, let's face it. Like, if OU really... Here's when we know that OU is where they need to be. Is if OU fans... Because remember when they played Clemson in the Orange Bowl? There were no OU fans there. I mean, other than just a few. They played Alabama. It was it was all Alabama people. And they played Georgia. There were a lot of OU fans yes. out at Georgia because they felt felt like they could like they felt were like they close. could win that one. They were close to taking that next step, and and I think you know, there was a decent amount of OU fans at the Alabama game because of the the Fiesta Bowl, and they felt like okay, we can do this again. But like you need to get OU selling out, you know, selling their souls, getting ready to go to the first round and the second round. Because it has been like a very wait and see. We don't really know what's going to happen. It's a lot of money to spend to go out to Miami. Yeah, sure. Um, Hell's a lot of money to go out to to L.A. And sometimes you get shot at when you do that. Now it's the Fiesta and the Peach for this year. Yeah, I believe believe so. And then the championships. So not a cheap trip, you know. Either way, but like you'll kind of know like how how the fans feel about the team when they start selling out first round and second round. Cause that really hasn't been the case. 
I don't know what it. I don't know what the difference is. Just but, like the defense needs to well, believe think, in itself a little bit. There's a level of the fans that they have to take to the absolutely, next step too. Absolutely, and I think that's why when you know Neville Gallimore chases a guy down in the fourth quarter, and you know a good amount of people are still in the stadium, like they appreciate that stuff. And I think that it's going to go a long way just as far as building what they want as far as uh, just a confidence within themselves because, you know, it, it's one thing, like I said, to do it against a bullshit South, South Dakota team. Yeah. And it's even, you know, it's probably not as good or it, it's a little bit better to do it against a Texas Tech. But you do that against a Texas down at the Cotton Bowl and it's... You beat Texas by 14 in the Cotton Bowl. It's Katie bar the door. Everybody's yeah. everybody's going to start thinking national title. Yep. Sure. Sure. I think so. All that's, right. And that's kind of what these next two weeks are about. Just yeah. kind of building, or the, I guess this next week. Is this, then, their, is this their third bye week coming up? Like Lincoln would never, he would just get so mad <laughs> if he heard that. But like, Somebody should ask him on Monday. <laughs> what are you going to do during this bye week if you just had one? Kansas is probably a little would, bit better at would, home, but would he pull a, a Mike Gundy and just be like, "Stop being a jackass"? <laughs> he said the word "piss" today. I know it was he weird. Did. About the about lamb the call. Defense. No, about the lamb. The lamb call. Oh, I thought he. No, he said "pissed" in reference to. Oh, the Brooks hit. Kennedy Brooks getting Brooks hit, hit too. Yeah, yeah. He th- I like it when he throws out a hell and a damn every once in a while. All right, well, that's going to do it for us. Uh, we'll be back again on Wednesday with the uh, unofficial 40 podcast and before we head down to Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, and uh, Come know. on, get excited. I might just make you two go. <laughs> I'll just give you the Lexus and say, hey, good luck covering that thing. Take Bob to the wheel on Friday night. <laughs> All right, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, appreciate you guys and appreciate... Uh, uh, everyone at uh, Eskridge Lexus as well for supporting the podcast. Please go support us and let them know that you're a Soonerscoop.com listener uh, if you're in the market for a Lexus. So thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time after the Kansas game. Oh, we got to do a post-game pod for that crap. Uh, we will anyway. We did South South Dakota. Yeah. We could do Kansas. 11 a.m. We might be able to do it just back here. We or may. on the road or yeah. wherever. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week right back here on the Eskridge Lexus Postgame Podcast from Soonerscoop.com.